Sauce. How you going, mate? Alex. I'm good. How are you? Good? A bit Not at all. I had a nice, <laughs> oh, lovely I sleep in. I know about that, mate. I know about that. But no, um, how's your weekend been? I am riding high on Gather Round. It's been this so is not to get weirdly political, shout out to the South Australian government for getting that done because like, it's been so good. Apart from apart from my um, scathing review, blues. my scathing review of Gather Round last preview of Gather Round <laughs> last week, um, no, it's been awesome. Uh, I've 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 done a fair bit of work with it yeah. um, and been around to all the grounds, and it's just been great. I, oh. like, I, I, I can't even. Yeah. So went to the Friday night game, uh, Geelong. Uh, sorry. Richmond to Sydney yep. at Adelaide Oval and then went to both the games at Adelaide Oval last night. Wish I got out to Norwood because like watching it on TV, Norwood looked stunning for that Gold Coast Frio game. There was only two bars available there. No way. Yeah. So a lot of people ended up, so there, there was like a fan area at the front. Oh, that's outrageous. Um, with bars. So yeah. a lot of people ended up just going out of the stadium and watching on the t- on the big screen there. And well, the I, I know I know of a few people that went to Dan Murphy's and would throw beers over the fences. To, <laughs> to <get> the beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, apart from that, I think it was it was awesome. Yeah, Mount Barker looked beautiful as well. Yeah, it did. Actually. Not not a beautiful game up there, but it was no. it was a beautiful Cold, round. Cold. How, how's you? How have you been? Well, Thursday night was the worst night of my life. Yep, um, sucked in. A few things like we went for this. I reckon, um, what's his name? De Koenig won most of the taps. Same spot. He went forward. And every time, <laughs> every time, Crips couldn't get to it. Their halfbacks just swarmed the ball. And we and our half forwards like left with their thumb in their ass, like yeah. on the half forward line. And we just get killed. If there was going to be one line I thought you wouldn't lose, it would have probably been the midfield. Uh, yeah, one of the best midfielders in the comp, you would have thought. But Got anyway. Torched. Um, well, I mean, we said last week when Adelaide get the tails up, yeah. And, and I never ever would have picked Nick Murray destroying both Charlie Kerno and Harry Mackay. <sighs> that first quarter, I was watching Char- like Charlie trying to body him out, and Charlie can body most players out. Oh, Nick, he's huge. He's huge. He's gigantic. He's massive. And um, it just wasn't working for him. And yeah. I'm like, try something different. <laughs> try, <laughs> try jump over him. Get on a lead yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but it wasn't working for him. But um, yeah, Nick. Nick was awesome. Cross forward line, just as good as ever. Like, they're, they're, they're not going to win many games away from home, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, but, but I uh, don't like saying it. I really like that team. I hate, I hate the football club. They're very I good. really like the team. They're very good. They're very good. But, yeah, how, how about get, gather around for you? What did you see when you went to the games last night and Friday? Well, Obviously, they've uh, they've all been advertised as sellouts, which they would be. All the yeah. tickets would be sold, but they definitely haven't been completely full stadiums. Yep. Last night was definitely due to the rain. Yeah, I think that's been a bit of a letdown for it all. Yeah, like, um, it was only forty seven thousand on Thursday night. It felt like there was sixty. Yeah, because I think it was forty two Friday night. Yeah, they're playing like crowd noises over the PA. Oh, uh, that actually, I, I, that's I don't one like gripe I have. I like it. No, nah. I like it. I, they have music between every goal. They have yeah. lights going. Just like at some point, I kind of just want to sit there and watch football without being yeah, no, but assaulted it, by noise. It's kind of like they're trying to make like a party yeah. atmosphere yeah. sort of thing. But um, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's been awesome. Yeah, and like, um, I hope we get it. I hope we get it for the next four years. Yeah, but me too. I, yeah. even just the fan zone thing, like across the road, was yeah. 
a nice place to be. I'm, I'm super. Uh, I'll be going to every single one. I would have mm. thought. Yeah, it's gonna be and great. And uh, shout out to the guys on the hill in the torrential downpour <laughs> last night. who just sat, stood there and kept having beers. <laughs> we went down to the hill on Thursday night because me and Dad were at the top of the riverbank. We needed binoculars to watch the game from up there. It was but, a um, marathon just to get around yeah, the yeah, but, but we went down there and it was actually like, couldn't see as well, but it was pretty awesome being yeah. down there. Um, NBA playoff bracket is set. We'll get to that a bit later. My Knicks getting up this morning, winning game one on the road. God, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're good. Miami um, fumbled. Like we, we had a bit of playing chat. No, we, had ha- we hadn't had the play in no. last week, did we? No, so... Miami just sneaking into the East there, but they could have been facing Boston and could have scared a lot of Boston fans. No, but now they, that, now have. they have to play Milwaukee, which means... Such so shit. You know they were the number one seed in the East last year? Miami. I just completely forgot that. Yeah, that's slipped my mind as well. <laughs> a little bit surprised hearing that now. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, A-League table also in all sorts leading into the last two games of the season. Most of the teams having played 24 games. There's still a few games to play today, but let's look at the bottom six in particular. So Newcastle at seventh, 24 games, 29 points. Perth in eighth, 23 games, 28 points. Brisbane in ninth, 23 games, 26 points. Western United, who play Adelaide United today. Good luck, boys. <laughs> 23 games, 26 points. MacArthur, 24 games, 26 points. And Melbourne victory at the bottom, 24 games and 25 points. So I've got a thing with soccer. Yep. I almost prefer when the the race for avoiding last, or mainly in European leagues, avoiding relegation, sometimes hotter than trying to win it. Yeah, but uh, it means nothing here to come yeah, last, doesn't it? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it does, it does. It does. But no, I mean, that, that race for that last final spot is... Intense, like Sydney's tied with Newcastle. Sydney will play today, today though. But um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. Sydney and Perth play today, so that's a big game. But up the top, City are leading by eight points to our beloved Adelaide United. Do have yeah. a game in hand. Come on the Reds. Central Coast in at third with Western Sydney fourth and Wellington in fifth. But that's all pretty... I mean, the, the race for third and fourth is pretty hot, but... In those Champions League spots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's have a break and let's get into our fair take, I reckon. All right, so it's our fan take. James O'Halloran, Live Golf is good for golf. Live Golf, of course, coming to Adelaide this weekend. This weekend. How exciting. I am pumped. Are you? Yeah. All Friday, right. Saturday, Sunday. Catch me on the, like it's the 15th, I think it's going to be a party hole. Yeah. Sit there, post it up. <laughs> Mr. Fisher. That's going to be awesome. But so for me, I agree with this because I'm not, as you know, a big golf guy. Are you morally sound in your... <laughs> I don't care for pro golf at all. At all. Apart from if Latin Australians doing well, mm-hmm. which, you know, sometimes it happens. I couldn't get my tickets fast enough to live golf because like the way... I, I know all all like Saudi stuff and the moral stuff and all all of that. Yeah, I understand that. But the way that this has been marketed and the way that it's all going to play out is going to be awesome. So you're saying good marketing helps overcome the fact that the money for the marketing comes from killing people? Yes, that is outrageous. 
Really? It's true. So you're happy with where this money comes from because because I right. had a really good right. I had a good right. TikTok right. ad. All right, <laughs> killing people. Stretch. No, it's not a stretch. Stretch. It's what happens. Are you fine? With, are you fine with the same like ownership group owning Newcastle? Don't support Newcastle, mate. <laughs> but are you fine it's with disgusting. that? Disgusting. You fine with it? No. But it actually should be like an ethical review of people trying to buy clubs in power because they obviously then get put in a spotlight get it sorry quick tangent so like a lot of sports clubs who have private ownership like the glazers for united they're very like in the spotlight all the time people talk about them you should probably have people in that spotlight that are good like kind of role models for people that follow the sport what do you mean so now whenever somebody brings up newcastle or live golf it's immediately like, oh, Newcastle. Yeah, that, that money's real dirty. Those people aren't good people. Don't you want something to get spoken about so often to be like, oh, yeah, he also donates like charity heaps and he's a a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, okay, fair enough. But, but either like, way, realistically, people make, people make money doing, doing things that a lot of people wouldn't really agree with. And it's a fact of the matter that a lot of people don't really like rich people. Like super rich people are like... Yeah, that's why you don't like me very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why we're not mates. That's why we're not my close friends on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I understand like... I, I do understand the morality bit of it. Mm. And I understand the purest angle of it too. So like, example I, I was sort of thinking to myself was if this sort of thing happened in the AFL, which I don't think the Saudi government's getting involved in... Uh, Gil McLaughlin's business anytime soon. Yet. <laughs> Yet. They might see Gather Round next weekend and be like, wow. Amazing. Uh, they might. Yeah. <laughs> so it's every weekend. An Adelaide based league. Yeah. Um, Almost like the amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> I do understand like the purest angle of it and how if a similar sort of thing happened with AFL, I'd be like, oh, not sure if I love that. Yeah. But um, I feel like golf is such a sport that's like rooted in tradition yeah of that like that that for me as a guy that is just like casually hearing about golf every now and again like that just seems so foreign to me i don't really care about it yeah but But this like new exciting like team play fish is going to be playing like tickets selling out like that like it's awesome i love it Live golf's good for the sport because fish is there. Well, it, it appeals to people like me who don't really care about golf. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I just think, so for your AFL example, it would be like they start at a league and then change some of the rules. AFLX. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, yeah. Yeah, and people yeah. fucking hated yeah, AFLX. That, that, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's the same re- reason why a lot of people don't like live. If, yeah. if, even if we get rid of where the money comes from, that entire discussion... Team play should be just for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, that, that's when they play like US against US Europe. US versus Europe. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it's tennis and F1 to an extent and golf. They're sports where you like to root for like one person. You like their personality. You like the way they play golf. It, golf, you like looking at their swing, something like that. Team play just isn't really the fabric of the game aside from the Ryder Cup in my eyes. I don't know why, like, you talk about the purest stuff and how a lot of young people aren't into it and 
anything where there's tradition, a lot of people are like, you know what, stuff the tradition. If this is going to improve it, do it. I don't think it is. I don't know why. Like they've just got together random guys and like a, I think they did like a draft with captains to do the teams. Yeah. There's no history there. There's no reason to support unless you go, geez, there's three British guys on that team. I'll go for that team. I just think golf was so – it's one man and his caddy walking around a course and you go, I really like that guy. I want him to win. Fair enough. Uh, I, I do get that. But once again, to me, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care at all. I'm, not, I'm happy with this. Like, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be awesome. And it's going to be a great event for Adelaide too. I that, can't wait. That's true. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, what was going to say? What, what do you think about – all those dudes like leaving for all the money. I'm fine with that. Take that take that money, bro. That's like It's another one where you you go like back to what we were talking about before. As long as you're happy with where the money's coming from, go yeah. Yeah. Go do it. But you've just got to make that decision like within yourself first. It's like generational wealth though. Yeah. Yeah. But none of the guys were poor to begin with. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like that's the, true. the guys getting offered two hundred like Dustin Johnson's not struggling at all. It'll be fine. Yeah. Brooks Kepkir is have you did you watch the full swing? Like his house yeah. is they're not they're not poor. They yeah. they don't need the money. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Well, right. I think we've spoken about it before. You're like, oh just because you're rich doesn't mean you shouldn't try and get more rich. Yeah. Like why not just get if more. you're happy with them where the money's coming from. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, we happy with that? Yeah. Boo live golf. Go live go golf. the PGA. God I love live golf. <laughs> live golf's ambassador. Right here. Right here. <laughs> Let's have <break. laughs> All right, well, Source, we've got our football expert, Chris Hedges, on with us today. Chrissy, how are you? Very good, very good. Thanks for having me again. No worries. Did I see your Liverpool go... Well, no, it was, Tot- it was Tottenham that lost to Bournemouth overnight. <laughs> I, I, was, yep. I was sitting at the pub... Sorry, my bad. I was sitting at the pub, and I was like, oh, geez. Bournemouth is 650 away at Tottenham. Don't mind that. $20 bonus bet on it. Oh! Got up. Really? Yeah, how good. Here comes the money. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Well, what else is going on in the EPL, Chris? Uh, well, we're getting towards a point in the season and it's looking like it's between City and, and Arsenal, really. But um, I want to focus back on your boys. Chelsea, it feels like we were talking about this Great. four months ago. <laughs> um, but again, last night, absolutely spanked by Brighton. Um, Lampard coming back and then sleeping with his ex again in bed. It hasn't gone well so far and it looks like... <laughs> Looks like not much is going to happen next year. They're looking at bringing in Luis Enrique, um, who was the coach of Spain in the World Cup. But what I want to really focus in on is finances. I'm a finance man, and <laughs> I'm concerned. All right, let's so hear it. We're aware of financial fair play. Um, essentially, like you've got a three-year rolling sort of loss that you can incur, and if you breach that, then you get into a bit of shit. Yep. Now, how many competitions have you guys won, Alex, in the last three years? Chelsea, uh, we won the yeah. Champions League, was it last season or the season before? I don't know, I don't care, really. Um, <laughs> point is, not much money's coming in, right? Um, so you spend a shit ton on players just gone. Yeah. So you know, your rolling losses are quite, are quite low. So what that means is, come next transfer window, they're going to have to start selling some players to peg back those profits. Really easy source is to start selling your homegrown players because they have no initial cost attached, right? Yep. So those are the players the likes of Mason Mount and Loftus Cheek. 
Mason Mount's a pretty big player, so I feel like you've brought in all these new, like Enzo and um, Woodrick and all these new fresh guys, but then you're losing potentially the core of your team, like Mason Mount. I feel like just going even further backwards. You're right. I think you're right. That, that the way the way you put it like that, it's a bit terrifying. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like they brought in the real life Ted Lasso, the owner of your club, the American guy, and he's yeah. like, "Fuck it, I'll just spend money on everyone." And I'm just, I'm not sure what's next for Chelsea. Um, yeah. Look, they're not the only big club struggling this season. Obviously, you've got Liverpool and, and Tottenham. I don't know if you call them a big club, but they're not also doing too well. And you've got the likes of Newcastle and Aston Villa rejuvenating themselves but it looks more concerning for Chelsea than anyone so I'd be interested to see what happens next season with them yeah just just on that like idea I I read an article a few weeks ago just after um Graham Potter got sacked and it was something like Chelsea players having to get changed in the hallways of their like training facility because there are too many players in the squad oh really yeah yeah. Outrageous! You'd feel really on the outside, like <laughs> everyone else is in. They're like, "Sorry, mate." Yeah, there you go. Sorry, mate. You go. Well, Chelsea, if we look outside the Premier League, oh, sorry, go on. Go on. Oh, we're just Chelsea, a long, long way out of like the Champions League spots at the moment. Yeah, so I don't think seven, we're getting there. Seventeen points. <laughs> You've spent more money than God. In, <laughs> yeah, you're a oh, long way out. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> So what else what yeah, happening, uh, happening around Europe, Chris? Around Europe? Well, um, you guys remember Vincent Company, right? I do. Man City centre-back. So he's the coach at Burnley and he's actually just got him promoted. So we'll see them back in the Premier League was, next year. With- I was hoping you bring this up because um, I was reading something on them today and Burnley, like, I remember from their Premier League days, just so anti, like, attacking football. Yeah. Just so defensive with Sean Dyke, who's, of course, now coaching Everton. They brought in company in like apparently they're just scintillating to what to watch play. Just surprising because he's a fullback as well, a centre back as well. I haven't yeah. really watched too much of the championship to be honest with you, but um, I think they're probably second most or first most scored in, in the um, championship goal scored. So it'd be interesting to see what they have like happens when they come back up to Premier League. But yeah. good to see them come back up. Sheffield United are looking like they'll probably come up as well. Yeah. Um, and then there's the mix that you got Luton Town and Middlesbrough, so we'll see what happens there. A few things on the championship. So looking at the table at the moment, Burnley have just dominated that league. <laughs> yeah, I know. They are 12 yeah. points clear of second. Lost That's two games or something? Yeah, insane. And that, that, Two losses, like, their goal difference is 20 higher than whoever's... Yeah, the, uh, than the championship schedule second. is like known to be like the worst in... Like world football, yeah. So like, it's incredible. It's just to, so much football. Yeah, it's on. incredible to see like two losses. Yeah. <laughs> and did you see? Um, there was something. I Premier League must have like stadium requirements to be in the league. And there was something that if Luton Town go up, they have to pay money to get into the Premier League to upgrade the facilities. I love what that. a story that is. Yeah, I love that. That's good. And um, uh, yeah, go go ahead. Yeah, if we move across to Italy, um, obviously with Juventus's um, sanctions that they had mid-season, it's looking like Napoli are going to win the first Serie A, and this is the first since 1990. Would you believe so they've wow. been in the Champions League quite a bit? But I was surprised when I saw that that it's their first league title since 1990. Yeah, it's been it's been sort of dominated by I mean the two Milan teams, Juventus of course. I mean. Have Roma had a bit of a run as well? I'm trying to think in that time, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Napoli, a huge club, 
But uh, yeah, be be good to see them. Take it out. Another league so far clear of second. I know. 14 points ahead of second. What, what, what's happening <laughs> in football at the moment? Uh, no, I think that's, yeah, as Chris mentioned, a bit to do with like Juventus's sanctions. Mighty Lazio in second. Yeah. We, great league. Great league. I love the Italian league. It's like cow- going to call them farmers. Legit cowboys out there. It's so good, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And what about the rest of Europe? Rest of Europe, uh, oh, Bayern had a pretty strong start leading into the World Cup and then um, quite shockingly they, they sacked their coach. I don't know if it's shockingly, but they sacked their coach um, last week just leading into the Champions League Champions League clash. So Tuchel was trying to um, probably steer that ship home and then try and win the league for them there. They've got um, Borussia on their tail, which is a pretty standard story in, in Germany. Um, in France, PSG, two games ahead of Lens and then Barcelona. Um, will look like they'll win Spain. They've just considered in 28 games, nine goals, which is pretty unreal. <laughs> that is outrageous. Fucking <laughs> between the between the six, they doing a good job. Yeah, so so you'd say it's pretty uniform across the rest of Europe, then apart from um, England and Italy. But oh well. Every All right. Well, time. thanks, Chris. Good luck to your your Reds, and um, thanks for coming on, having a chat. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Chrissy. Love you. All right, Harry, NBA playoffs, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Mm -hmm. What a time. We're going to go through every single round one matchup. We're going to give a lock in each conference. And I think I'm going to have fun with it. You are going to have fun with it. I'm going to have fun with it. All right. Well, and keep in mind, we're recording Sunday morning, 11.19 a.m., Australian Central Standard yeah. Time. Um, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go through each, each of them first, and then I'll go through after. So we'll start off in the East. Bucks and Heat. Bucks. Straight off the bat. And I could, you know what I could do? I could lock that. It's no fun. I'm not locking no, that's that. That's boring, yeah. Cavs and Knicks. Cavs, just because... The down one, the down one, Just because fuck you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Sixes and Nets. Sixes. Celtics and Hawks. Celtics. Where, where's your Where's your lock in the East? Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was trying to pick the most fun one to lock. <laughs> you know, what? just to stuff you. We'll We'll lock the Cavs. Oh, God, I. Hate um. All right. Actually, I'll do my fun one in the West. I'll, I'll lock the Celtics. All right. In the West, Nuggets against the Wolves. The Nuggets. Suns and Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> Those haters have come back from right? <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Well, I've got a fault. I said they wouldn't win. I said the Suns <laughs> would win, and we'll just say they'll get knocked out round one. All right, Kings and Warriors. Uh, the Warriors, unfortunately. And the Grizzlies and the Lakers. We're going to lock the Grizzlies. <laughs> God. All right. Yep. I can't wait for mine then. All right. Read about to me. All right. So, Bucks Heat. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Celtics, Atlanta. Celtics. Philly, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, lock. Whoa! That's even more outrageous than mine. Brooklyn, lock. Brooklyn, lock. They're going to get lock. swept, Alex. Brooklyn, lock. Oh, my giddy aunt. And Cavs, Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. I'm going to pick that one. Uh, so over to the West. Yep. Clippers and the Suns. Suns. 
Yep. We're against each other there. Yeah. I might even lock that. Denver. Sun's, oh. Sun's locked. Damn Sun's it. locked. Yeah, you're probably going to beat me on that. <laughs> I, I kind of had to just go with my heart, not my head. Uh, Denver and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Don't Denver. you? Do, oh, my God. That was Denver. close. You were yeah, thinking about I it. Was. <laughs> I was. Their entire team was to punch each other, and you're going to go, yeah, they'll win a playoff round. No, they might not win a game. <coughs> Denver. The Warriors and the mighty Sacramento Kings. Light the beam, bro. Yes! Light the beam. <laughs> the Kings. I'm taking the Kings there. Light the beam. I'm taking the Kings. Oh. I mean, Wiggins coming back is huge for the Warriors, but we'll wait and see. That is absolutely massive. Yep. I'm so happy about that. Yep. Alex, finally. Yeah. My controversial lock. Yeah. Grizzlies, Lakers. Lakers. Yep. So- <laughs> I just don't, I just don't see the Grizzlies being the Lakers. We've disagreed on a fair few there, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the Grizzlies objectively are a better team, mm-hmm. but Stephen Adams not playing is pretty wild to say. Like Stephen Adams is such a big no, he's a difference team. maker, yeah. Because like Jackson can't stay out of foul trouble. Yeah, he's not a guy who's going to win you the game, but he's the guy who's going to help you not lose it. Yeah, but you he, know what I mean. But he's, but he's also going to play against Anthony Davis, who yeah. like can put him in foul trouble straight away. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Lakers don't really have anyone to go with Jar, but... But Anthony Davis will get injured in the first game anyway. God, I hope not. God, I hope not. Street close, Davis. <laughs> All right, let's have a break. All right, so Stock Exchange. I'm going to start us off this week. Bit of a bit of a pod one from me. Yeah. You know who Jack, do you know who Jackson Irvine is? Yes. Yes. So he plays for... Australia's coolest footballer. Great footballer. He plays for a team called FC St. Pauli in the Bundesliga 2. Mm-hmm. They are very... They're actually a very cool club. Like they've got... I've very, seen their kits. Yeah, very cool the kits. kits and cool. they're just like... I think they're just a cool club. So they're Bundesliga 2. Youngest manager in European football, Fabian Hertzler, 29 years old. Oh, I've got to be honest. I was expecting younger. <laughs> How bad is that? That, that? That's a big power move I always pulled. So if like whenever she's like, guess how many? Oh, yeah, like, like one going, billion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Alex, it was seven. Yeah. But um, 10 match winning streak and sitting in fourth place after a pretty shocking lead up to the World Cup. So Jackson Irvine's been playing some good football for them. And um, yeah, I'm buying them. Nice. What's your buy? Alex, <laughs> I'm buying Adelaide as... Australia's greatest sporting venue. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, not having the MCG is a bit of a deal. No, because you know what? The MCG is my third favourite stadium, and I haven't been to Perth Stadium, and that could be above it. It's just Ra- like- Rank, rank it, your favourite stadiums then? Adelaide Oval, SCG, G. I meant the SCG. I really It's just cool. Like, I get it is going to be amazing if you have 100,000 100, people in the G. It will be. Yeah. How they don't really get to that that often, and it's so <laughs> boring. <laughs> like people are like, "Oh, the Coliseum." I'm like, "Yes, I get it," but like, SCG Adelaide Oval have like some character. Yeah. Whereas that's I, fair. Th- then I look at the Gabba and I go, "They have no character, and they don't hold that many people." The the Gabba sucks. I can't love the Gabba. Oh, <laughs> I haven't been to the Gabba, but I want to go to Perth. 
I think that looks... Where does uh, Cooper Stadium, Adelaide United's beloved home ground, sit, sit on your stadium rankings? Well, I was ranking AFL stadiums, but you know what? We'll just whack it up above <laughs> the, we'll, we'll whack that above the G as well. I'd put it above the G. I'd, I'd put I'm it bu- above anywhere in Australia. I'm buying Adelaide. I love that place, man. No, but so I went to the Adelaide Invitational, the tennis earlier yes. this year. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, once again, precinct right next to like Adelaide Oval, town, the river... Yeah, I think Adelaide being so small, like, had the opportunity to implode in itself this weekend. Yeah. But it's actually been fine. Yeah, it's been so good. Yeah. And I think the fact that, yeah, once you've finished at Adelaide Oval, walk across the bridge, which is a lovely walk, looks beautiful, you're in town already. You're at the casino, yeah. then you've got the Hindley Street if you're a degenerate like you and I. And then you can walk over to Rundle Street if you want something a bit fancier. Like, it's just a great venue to have sport. All of our stadiums and facilities are great. And then the accessibility of the rest of Adelaide is fantastic as well. I rate it. I rate it. Uh, my cell is the LA Clippers, who you've just picked to take over the Suns in, <laughs> in the West. Am I having second thoughts? Maybe. Am I sticking with my mighty Clippers? Absolutely I am. I'm selling the Clippers because they absolutely, so this was a week ago, fumbled the bag with like the seating. Yeah. They absolutely fucked themselves so badly. So Paul George not playing in round one at least, and they have to go against. It doesn't matter. The Suns. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> got Devin Booker <laughs> and and um, KD like yeah, it on would the wings. Be, it would be really good if you had like a really good wing defender. <laughs> yeah, like one of the best. Like, oh wait, oh, Paul George isn't playing. <laughs> oh. I don't like. They just completely screwed that up, and I think they deserve it after. Losing to play Dallas a few years ago. Yeah, that so, was, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah we, we, want, we want Dallas. Yeah, so um, yeah, they're myself. What about yours? My cell, weird one. They're NRL. This is a marketing team. Okay. So well, they, so once again, have gone back to gather around, back to the well. Yeah. They have Magic Round. Yeah. Which is gather round. Yeah. This is where the idea came from. Yeah, we stole it from them, like, straight up. But you wouldn't know it unless you kind of were already... Fought. Like, with all the success of Gather Around this week, you True. would have thought there'd be more... I, I, I hadn't heard... More of, homage, I hadn't heard homage of it until, paid to the NRL and Magic Ground because that's where the idea came from. I hadn't heard of it until last year. Yeah. yeah. They needed and still need to do a better job of being like, well, hold on a minute. Firstly, this is our thing. Yeah. Secondly, can you at least shout us out for... Blatantly copying it, yeah, yeah, and see. So I think Adelaide did it well with having like three stadiums. NRL they do it all at SunCorp. I saw some photos from the pitch at the end of the last game last year. It's just like use your heads, fellas. Yeah, there's got to be more than one stadium in Brisbane that can host an NRL game. Like I do understand it would Finland. (laughs) (laughs) Play them at Finland, but yeah, I just think. They had such a great idea and managed to not make it huge. Yeah, that's fair. Um, just a bit of a side note on the Redcliffe Dolphins. Um, I was talking to a work colleague of mine. He's from Sydney and has done a fair bit of NRL work. And Wayne Bennett is like their legendary yeah. coach. Apparently, like Wayne Bennett, you try to talk to him about rugby, gives you nothing. Like one word answers. But you talk to him about cows. No. And that guy can talk for days about <laughs> <laughs> cows. Cows. Love cows. 
As in the Cowboys, the NRL no, team? No, no, or just cows. The, the Bovine. <laughs> he loves it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, if I ever meet him, cows. he's like 95 now, but yeah. like if, if I do ever meet him. Cows. What's your favourite type of cow, Wayne? <laughs> <That's a brand. laughs> Alex. Yeah, mate. My take for the week. Let's hear it. I'm passionate about this. Yeah. I'm passionate that I hope I'm wrong eventually. My take is that test cricket's dying pretty rapidly. I don't want it to. This is not something I'm happy about, but I think it's happening. Okay. And Explain. Realistically, it's the rise of very highly paid T20 cricket around the world. So okay. if, you, if you're now a 16-year-old who is a gun cricketer going to play professionally somewhere, are you really going to be practicing as a batsman, like blocking for hours? Or are you going to go, shit, I can go make $2 million playing in the IPL. I'm just going to practice whack shit. And then when it translates to trying to play test cricket again, you're a bit lost. Okay. So my sort of thing here is, in my opinion, here in Australia at least, test cricket is the only format of cricket that gets any attention. Yeah, the Big Bash screw themselves over with their ridiculous yeah, we, scheduling we, we, and stuff we, yeah, like that. Yeah, we've been over that in the past. Go back and listen to episode two, I think it was, when we talk about that. But, like, apart, apart from the World Cups, like, even T20 World Cup, like, eh, don't really care. <laughs> One day World Cup, awesome. Alex, on his sports podcast, don't really care about golf, don't really care about <laughs> cricket World Cups. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> but, like, test cricket always, I mean... This might be just a, a thing for you and I. Like, I love going to the, t- the test here in Adelaide. I don't watch a lot of it, but I love going yeah. to it. It's like one of the best best times of the year. Yeah. Um, I think that says more about you wanting to drink beers yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, than you being interested <laughs> in cricket. Best time of the year. Um, <laughs> got some stats here. Broadcast stats. Oh, here we go. Yeah. wonder if you have any stats this morning. Plenty. <laughs> the 2021-2022 Ashes. So, last season. I'm yeah. flat you've included the Ashes because it's like the culmination of Test Cricket. Yeah. But yeah, sure. <laughs> Take the best it can possibly be first, and give me those stats. First session of day one. What about Zimbabwe? I don't care. First session the of day wind, one. The Windies last year. 2.45 million viewers. It's a lot of viewers. On the broadcast. That is incredible. That's like 10% of yeah, that's our population. And, that, and that's not including streaming numbers. And people that are just, you know, what like kind of watching it on Twitter. Yeah. That's just people watching it on Seven and Fox. It's a lot. That is so fucking Yeah, much. but like I just said, you've taken... So the Ashes is also something where even if you don't like cricket, a lot of people will be like, oh, the Ashes. I'm Australian. I kind of got to flick it on and watch it for a yeah, bit. Yeah, I get that. But that's part of test cricket. Yeah. I also think... How much Sheffield Shield do you watch? <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> it's actually on a lot of work. We, we watch How many people do you know that are passionate about Sheffield Shield? Coops. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. I put Steve Bevan in the ring. Steve, Steve Bevan. <laughs> yeah, actually. But this is just... So that is the direct pathway, obviously. Red Bull cricket translates yeah. to Red Bull cricket okay. mostly. No one fucking cares about the Sheffield Shield in this country anymore. Until there's a and when I say no one, I mean very few. Yeah, until there's somebody we want, somebody dropped and... 
We're trying to yeah, find Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, oh, geez, Marcus Harris has made a few runs in the shift. No, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it goes back to, once again, I think we'll start seeing it more now that the current generation of pl- per young cricketers that know what the IPL is and how much money is there are going to start from a young age practicing more white ball techniques and skills. And then it will translate to the point where Sheffield Shield just isn't as high quality four-day red ball cricket because people don't have the skill set. So it's like an upset the 10 people in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, but then that but obviously that's your pathway to test cricket. Okay, fair enough. So the quality of the test cricketers is going to there's not going to be too many guys who will go out in future and face 300 balls for 80 runs and save a test match in a draw or something. Cuz everyone's like shit, all they do is reverse sweep and like ramp I think there needs to be an emphasis placed back on Red Bull cricket by Cricket Australia. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to put it to you this way, though. I'm going to ask you one question, and we can finish on this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if Test cricket is dead, yeah, what's alive in cricket now? White ball cricket. I just said, like, I. I you I, don't care, but you don't care about cricket at all. Take another. Take it from me. So when when we're doing, like. In my line of work at work with social media, mm-hmm. whenever we're posting about T20s, ODIs, nothing ever pops off. When there's a test cricket like post, mm-hmm. always. Yeah. Always a win because people care about it. And it's still. I don't think anyone cares about us playing West Indies last year or the year coming up. No, like no one. You can use the stats from the Ashes or when we play India, they're huge events. We don't just play those two countries. Sure. I also think, so overseas, the, the 100 is um, like England's yeah. big bash. Yeah. That is huge. Okay. They have a massive, once again, focus on white ball cricket domestically there. So like a lot of their smaller, uh, like professional leagues, are a lot of white ball more than red ball. Mm-hmm. India, obviously massive into the white ball stuff with the IPL. Yeah. I just need, even if it's just us, to put a focus back on red ball cricket a bit more just so that a, the talent's better B, I don't know. There's so much money in some forms of cricket. Can we just move it to, so, so to the Sheffield shield and then to <laughs> test cricket? Try to say some dead backs players are going to get paid a million bucks. No, but have the allure of playing f- test cricket for your country better. So then people are going to try harder to get into that team. I mean, because at the moment, I feel they, uh, they'd get paid fine, but like it's a lot more work than going to the IPL for eight weeks and getting paid three million bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a cricket player. I'm not, not trying to say I am, but you I were. Like, oh, yeah, and I was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> My first ball, deadly. <laughs> Everything after that, <laughs> not so much. Um, but wouldn't that be the pinnacle playing for the Test cricket team? Wouldn't yeah, I think one, it, one at, at the moment it is uh, like pride wise. But I think the problem is a lot of people are just going, I'm going to make a shitload more money playing for eight weeks or something overseas. Well, there are guys that do the entire tour where they just go play T20 things all over the world, which would be one of the greatest jobs on the (laughs) planet, might I just quickly add. All right, that's fair. All right, let's have a break. All right, Source, question without notice today. Yeah, these make me so nervous. This is a good one. (laughs) I'm going to give you three sports. I want you to give your favourite ever Jersey Guernsey kit Ooh. from that sport. AFL, NBA, soccer. AFL. Yep. The 
they did a retro recently for the Frio, the big, uh, the anchor one. It's yes. like quite purple. Yeah. Looks quite like a bit old. They did like a As woman the, retro the 3D one. 3D one? Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, you rate that? Sick. All right, my, my AFL, aside from the gather around guns, it's been floating around Adelaide Oval. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gather around party shirt. <laughs> no, have you seen the girls? Yeah. yeah. Um, Carlton's blowout. Just such a nuffy. The best guernsey I've ever seen. I'll quickly give you the worst one as a little bonus as well. The Hawthorne Power Ranger one from yeah. like eight years ago. The worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to be real, real with you right now. When I first saw the Carlton Wolf Grey, I thought that was going to be my favourite guernsey ever. And then I saw it in person. Yeah. When you see it on a computer screen, that's yeah, the thing about grey. And it's happened in the NBA a bit too. When you see it on a screen, you're like, yes. <laughs> I love that. But then when you see it rolled out in person, horrible. Yeah. Right, what about NBA? NBA, I think it's the like Miami, the Miami Vice Guernsey. The yeah. black with pink and blue. It looks, it's so cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So cool. That that's up there for me. And um if you pick a Nick's Guernsey, uh, I've got a <laughs> I have. <laughs> you know uh, no one's ever said, God, that Nick's Guernsey looks sick. Our city jersey last season, the black one with the orange, the black and orange shirt yeah, jersey. Yeah. It was pretty good. Fun. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, but best like of it. all time. Yep. Oh, God. Uh, what was the last one? Soccer. soccer. Yeah. There's a problem with the question without notice. I have no prep. <laughs> um, actually, there's a... I think it's the team Jackson Irvine plays for. They have a brown. It's great. I never would have Saint thought jersey, a, yeah. a brown jersey would look cool. It looks it's sick. Awesome. It's awesome. It's a good one. It's a good one. Mine, mine is from you know our home. Don't Dennis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to pick a Chelsea one. Uh, well, I originally had a Chelsea one in mind first. I also had an, our current away strip for Adelaide is awesome. Like the off white. Mm. I'm changing mine. It's that Nigeria World Cup kit. Great, great one. I've got Venezia FC. Okay, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. But I kind of feel like wearing that to play in is a bit fucked. Like, I feel like you wouldn't want to damage that. I also don't know what it would look like. It looks sick with the longy. I yeah. don't know how it would go in a short sleeve. I'll show you. Yeah, that's nowhere near as cool. I rate it. No, I rate it. I rate it. But yeah, well done. I Thank like you, mate. That. Appreciate that. I might actually just... Take five after this and see if I can <laughs> come up with some better ones. <laughs> All right, so, so that's enough from us today, I reckon. I think the people will be like, you know what? I've had my sufficient fix of Harry and Alex <laughs> of the week. Let's leave them be. <laughs> no, it was a good show. Great work for coming on. I, I appreciate you for nutting it out after a hard day. I'll be honest, I... You'd think I was hungover. Wasn't. <laughs> I was just super tired. For, for those that aren't aware, me and Harry decided yesterday to do a 10.30 pod. I called him at 10.25. He was still asleep. So <laughs> Did I drink last night? No. Was I, am I just incredibly tired? Yeah. But you know what? It was a great pod. Fair enough. All right. That's enough from us, mate. Good show. Love you. Good show. Love you too, bro. Let's get out of here.
Follow us on Instagram at talkyourtakepod at T-A-L-K-Y-O-U-R-P-O-D. Talk Your Take Pod on Instagram to get involved with the show, see what we're doing, watch our reels, get us some views. And yeah, definitely get involved. Drop your takes in our inbox or also in our messages. See what we're doing throughout the week. And you can also email us at talkyourtakepod at gmail.com.